we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. And welcome back to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder. Sure glad you're here. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Calming Care. That is that product from my very smart friends at Purina that helps to settle the overactive dog, the overbarker, the overjumper, the one that just absolutely will not leave the guests alone when they come over. Downright annoying and embarrassing. Calming Care may be just what you're looking for. It very gently works over time, not a drug, to settle the overbarker, the overjumper, the overactive dog. Calming care. Learn more when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Got a great show for you today. I want you to meet the guys with Headwaters for Heroes. You ever heard of them? They're an organization that helps our veterans, uses the great outdoors as a way of therapy for our finest, bravest, I was introduced to them by my friend, Hall of Fame bass fisherman, Gary Klein. You're going to have an opportunity to hear from them on the show today and actually see them beginning in January on the Pursuit Channel with Hunting for Heroes Outdoors television. I think you'll really enjoy meeting these folks. Gary Klein joins us as well. We're also going to visit with my friend Joe Masakio at Cinnamon Creek Ranch today. There's a lot of new hunters in the woods, a lot of brand new folks out there, and you're going to get your first deer today. But then what? Have you ever field dressed a deer? We're going to help you with that today. You want to get the insides out and get that animal cooled down just as quickly as possible to keep your meat, your venison, as fresh tasting as possible. But first, we're going to make a little stop in South Dakota. I want to check in on the pheasants with my buddy David Heelan up there at the Dead Rabbit Lodge. Grab yourself a hot cup of coffee. The campfire feels good this morning. We saved that seat just for you right here in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. Welcome. Well, hey, we're about a month into the South Dakota pheasant hunt right now. I'll be up there in just a couple of weeks. I want to check in with my buddy David Heelan now at the Dead Rabbit Lodge. David, give us a one-month update. How are things going? Billy, it's, it's, uh, it's, the hunting has been pretty good this season. Uh, seeing a lot of birds. Uh, the crops are now, uh, beginning to, uh, be all harvested. And so the birds are congregating more and, uh, the weather has uh, cooperated, and so we, we had a really good season so far, and hoping the second half will be the same. There you go. I do, too, because I'm going to be there the second half. Robin and I will be <laughs> up there with you in uh, December. Uh, and for folks that are wondering about it, I've hunted in shorts in December a lot of times with David. It's, it's also been below zero a time or two. Uh, but uh, don't don't just automatically think that you can't hunt South Dakota in December because it can be beautiful, David. It, it sure can be, Billy. And uh, uh, the weather up here, it, it can you know be cold. But uh, the weather up here in the December and now the January hunt season runs to the end of January. Um, uh, you know, are getting getting more and more popular and. Uh, uh, the late season hunts are are a lot better than the early season hunts uh, because all the crops are out and because of the colder weather, 
and uh, because the birds are congregated, uh, you know, so it, so I'm getting more and more customers uh, during the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, talk to me a little bit about the cover up there. We 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 had a conversation about this a few weeks ago, but uh, everybody's been hearing about this great drought all summer long, South Dakota, Montana, North Dakota. Uh, you guys are in a little pocket along the Missouri River there where you hunt, most of your properties are, that actually got a little more moisture. Yeah, our, our cover is, is, is very good. I mean, it's still, we, we were in a little bit of a drought situation, but in our area, it was just a, a very mild drought. And then in August, uh, we just got very lucky and got some August rains and and uh thank goodness for the for the farmers and and the rain in August for the farmers and they their crops turned out fine and uh our our cover and our habitat is in really good shape so how would you the pheasant numbers this year how would you Compare them on a scale of one to ten. Ten being the best year you've ever seen in South Dakota, and one being the worst. Where, where do the numbers stack up this year, Billy? I'd give it a six and maybe up to a seven. The numbers are really, really good, and I think that's due to a very mild winter. Uh, the hatch was very, very good in the spring. We just got very, very lucky. Hey, that's good because I'm I'm looking forward to getting into that six or seven up there in just a, a couple more weeks, few more weeks. Uh, we'll be there to uh, to uh, go hunting with uh, David Heelan and the Dead Rabbit Lodge, yeah, just north of Pier, South Dakota. David, I know you've got to hit the field. You got pheasant hunters waiting on you to to uh, get on the bus and go this morning. Wish you the best of luck, and we'll see you soon. All right, take care. Good talking to you, Billy, and see you in a few weeks. Yes, sir, David Heelan at the Dead Rabbit Lodge just north of Pierce, South Dakota. Go check his kennels. You're going to find the all-star lineup. No, I'm not talking about the dogs. I'm talking about Purina Pro Plan to feed his dogs, Fortiflora to keep them feeling their best, and calming care for the overactive dog. We'll be right back. When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it, and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa. And they're simple, and they're and they're and we just can't make them fast enough. They're fully cooked. All you got to do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside, and it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them. These items have become staples in our home. Robin's favorite is the taco meat. I'm partial to the tamales. And what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. 
the Dead Rabbit Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Oahe. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. It is the dream of the animal rights fanatics to suppress your most natural connection to the earth. To sell you a life filled with urban fascinations. To ignore that death is life's unwavering partner. Together, creating a relationship between predator and prey that makes it possible for us all to survive. To the hunter, this world's most honest steward, these fantasies are the poisonous, perverted manipulations of social misfits who would take this planet hostage. They should startle you and awaken you. To trust the hunter in your blood. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is, this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. We screened that porch in just for you. Glad you enjoy it. You're in camp with Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder. Welcome back to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors, this corner of the camphouse. Brought to you by Fortiflora. That is a probiotic for your dog, and it tastes great. Comes in a little individual packet, individual serving. If you uh, sprinkle that on their food, they're going to lap it right up. If you put it in a bowl by itself, they will lap it right up. And it works. It stops GI upset. Even works well as a preventative before that long trip or you know, that Christmas trip to Granny's house for the change in water, change in routine, different things that can bring on GI upset. Florida, Flora, learn more when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. 
Got my buddy Joe Masacchio here, owner and proprietor of Cinnamon Creek Ranch Archery and Wild Game Processing. And I want to talk to you about field dressing a deer today. Joe, good to see you. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, field dressing a deer. You know, we've got a lot of new hunters now, a lot of people in the field uh, because of COVID and because of grocery shelf shortages last year, and we're starting to see that again, uh, that have thought it's pretty important to go harvest their own game. Are you noticing that at Cinnamon Creek? Yes, yes. I guess it's the new field to table, I guess, you know, yeah. uh, and for a lot of people that are wanting, you know, pure stuff and organic. You can't get any more organic than deer, yeah. you know. So. Exactly right, and it's a plentiful resource. Uh, and uh, so they come in, they get that bow from Joe or that rifle, and they go out and they put their first deer on the ground. They're so excited. Then they walk up to it and go, oh, now, now what? Yeah, that's probably the hardest thing for most people to do is, now what do I do with it next, you know? Um, I'm not a big fan of bringing them back and hanging them up, you know, and, and gutting them, hanging them up. I've always done them on the ground, which has been so much easier and faster. Okay, so you've got them on the ground, and you like, as you said, you prefer to, to, to do yours on the ground. I've got a unit that gets, gets them up. I like to hang them and, and do it, and it's personal choice for everybody. Um, are we going to clean a doe any differently than we're? Are we going to gut a doe any differently than we're going to gut a buck? Only if you're going to mount the buck. Other than that, you can do them exactly the same. Do you like to start at the anus and work your way to the neck, or do you start at the neck and work your way back? I started at the anus and worked my way up. Okay. Um, Let's start right there, and we're going to start with a doe, and and we're just going to field dress that doe uh, for folks that don't know how. Right. So it's good to have a partner with you, or if you don't, that's fine also. But make a couple, two, three rings around the anus, and then you want to get maybe the the distance of your knife six inches inside, and then you can actually pull out about a foot to two feet of the of the intestines. And then uh, I like to have someone hold the front legs, and then I go right from uh, the the hip right up to the cavity. And then you cut the diaphragm on the left side and the right side. Then you just sneak your hand up in there with a knife along the rib cage and grab the esophagus and cut it and then come right down the spine and you're pulling all at the same time and it all comes out at once. Yeah. It's one smooth one move. Thing and the back end is completely wide open and as yeah. soon as you hang it up now, then all the water just goes right out of it. Joe went around the anus with his knife two or three times and then came up. You want to be careful as you come up not to get into the guts with your knife. Yeah, you but you do want to get through the pelvic bone and the breastbone. No, the pelvic bone, I never touch it. Uh, the uh, I try to leave as much fur on the animal as possible because the more you expose it, the more chances you have of ruining the meat. Okay. So I just barely touch inside of it and run the, the, the knife through my fingers so I'm not trying to hit you know the, the sack inside and the stomach and stuff not very exciting when that happens but it's like it'll take your breath away yeah <laughs> even if you've done it a hundred times you're going to nick it sooner or later but um that's i mean that and the, the whole key is getting that diaphragm loose on both sides and once you grab that esophagus i mean you can just pull the whole thing out with one hand and i've done them as fast as 25 seconds i mean it's like once you're used to it yeah yeah uh so when you get to the breastbone are you using your knife to rip up through that breastbone 
You can do that on doughs. It's good to get the heat out of them like that. I mean, I do do that with a lot of them, and it makes a, a little safer for you when you're going up to grab that esophagus, and you got a lot cleaner look, too. Yeah. yeah. Want to be real careful. A sharp knife is advised, and when you're, uh, particularly when you're bringing that knife up under the skin from back into the, the front of the deer, uh, want to be careful not to cut yourself. It can happen real easily. Oh, very easily. We see a lot of Band-Aids every weekend when they're coming in here, you know. I bet you do. How many deer do you guys process at Cinnamon Creek every year? Any idea at all? Not really. We do a bunch, though. I mean, uh, I would say the average hunter kills at least two and a half deer per year. Yeah. So. And brings them in. So they keep you guys very busy uh, this time of year. And you would prefer that they come in gutted. And your meat is actually going to benefit your meat to get the guts out as quickly as possible. Yes, uh, the sooner the better. You know, I mean, take your pictures, whatever you want to do, but after the pictures are over, you need to get to work. Yeah. yeah. And then cool them down as fast as possible. Yeah, exactly. If you do get into the urine sac a little bit or into the stomach, into the intestines, it's not the end of the world. Uh, you're going to smell bad. You may get messy. You may want to throw those jeans away at the end of the day. Uh, but but it's trial and error. And, and like Joe said, it takes him 30 seconds the more you do this, the quicker it gets, and you, it's not going to be a repulsive job to you. No, it actually becomes fun, especially when you start shooting hogs, you know, four or five at a time. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Out there uh, cleaning those those hogs. Hey, are hogs good to eat? Are these, are these feral hogs good to eat? Oh, they're the best ever. Yeah. There's so much grass out there right now that the fat on these hogs has been about an inch and a half to two and a half inches thick. I mean, in kidney fat, you could just pull off with your fingers. I mean, it's, I've never seen it like this. And to a guy that uh, not only loves to hunt like you, but you love to cook, you see that fat on that pork, and it gets you excited, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, because it's protecting everything inside, you know. So, I mean, like the tenderloins and the backstraps and all that stuff, they're just primo at that point. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? What does Joe Masacchio do with his 80-pound uh, pig that he killed? Uh, we keep the ribs off them. We usually uh, bone out the front shoulders. A lot of times the hams we make the stickers out of or we'll, we'll make different cuts like kebabs or something like that. Um, and we marinate them. And so we try to do everything so that you can just do it on a skewer or less, you know, it, just quick and easy. Yeah. And these hogs, the pork chops on them are unbelievable. I need to go shoot another pig. I try to keep one in the, you know, bring one into you occasionally. Keep one in the fridge all the time, but they're in the freezer. Uh, what do you do with your tenderloins and backstraps? You personally, what do you like? Me, I, uh, we usually marinate the, the tenderloins, but the backstraps we do like the bacon wrap fillets with the deer. It seems to work out the best for them. Your marinade is awesome. If you haven't had Joe and uh, Cinnamon Creek uh, ranches marinated fillets, you got to try them out. It's like a beef fillet, but but your spices, your mixture that you use is so good. Yeah, it's kind of like Frank's hot sauce. We put that stuff on everything. <laughs> yeah, we know better. We're not getting any secrets here. Uh, so if you want to field dress that that deer. Go ahead. You don't, you know. Go ahead and watch a YouTube video or whatever you want to do. There's plenty of resources these days, and you can hear this at the website uh, anytime. We've got it posted there for you. You can go back and listen to Joe describe field dressing uh, that deer, or uh, field dressing or gutting your deer, getting them ready for the next step at Cinnamon Creek Ranch. Hey, Joe, appreciate your time. Always, you uh, going to have time to go hunt, or are you just processing deer right now? Oh, not till after Thanksgiving, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, dream trips coming up for you? No, just when I'm sleeping. <laughs> Note to self, don't ask the very busy 
wild game processor at Cinnamon Creek when he's going to get to go deer hunting during the season. <laughs> he's more than likely not. Thanks, Joe. Joe Masakio, they do an incredible job. Every year I take them pigs, I take them deer, I take them axis deer, whitetails. Everything goes to Joe Masakio at Cinnamon Creek. And therefore, my freezer is stocked with tamales, taco meat, chili meat, chicken fries. Yes, hamburger and breakfast sausage, but smoked sausages, German sausages. Ugh, the list goes on and on. And it's all delicious. They take all the wild, gamey taste out, period. Let's grab a cup of coffee. This is the pig man, and uh, we're about to shoot some swine. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about shooting some pigs with Kinder Outdoors. I'm Corey Mason, CEO of Dallas Safari Club, inviting you back to the greatest wildlife gathering on Earth. The DSC Convention and Expo will be January 6th through the 9th at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas. Vendors from the world over with opportunities, guns, jewelry, art, gear, clothing, and so much more. Live and silent auctions with online bidding. Bid directly from the show floor or from the deer blind. All the information is at biggame.org for the 40th DSE Convention and Sporting Expo. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The herdware store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy-class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists, studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit Joshua Creek. 
Com. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store to get a snack and you just talk about Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat bottom boat. For a little while. A decoy, he starts it up, and sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and waking up still in the car, so I can just feel the comfort knowing that it will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com Santa Claus is coming to town, but when he's back home, he likes to crappie fish. I'm Mr. Crappie, Wally Marshall, and I've got great gift ideas for the crappie angler on your list this year. Let's start with a new rod like my speed shooter rods under 50 bucks. Pair that up with a Wally Marshall speed shooter reel, and you're going to make someone dang happy on Christmas morning. For the crappie angler that already has everything under the sun, I guarantee it they will welcome the new Wally Marshall Pro Target Rods in their boat. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's all Santa Claus uses. <laughs> I partnered with Luz, one of the finest rod bakers in history, to produce the Wally Marshall Classic Series, the most sensitive and hard-working crappie rods ever. Fill that stocking with Mr. Crappie by Strike King Baits, surefire fish catchers for 30 years, all of my proven colors along with fine new ones. Lose.com, StrikeKing.com, and MrCroppy.com. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Come share our campfire and a good story or two. Kinder Outdoors. I would highly urge you to not visit Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country alone. Take your family. Take another couple. Make it a couple's trip. That's what I did this last time. Robin and I got Mr. Croppy, Wally Marshall, and his beautiful wife, Tanya, and we just had a blast down there for several days. I hunted axis deer and chased upland birds at this world-class facility. Wally loves bird shooting, bird hunting, and so he stayed out behind the bird dogs every day. You got to go. The ladies will absolutely love the lodging, the dining, the atmosphere. Kinderoutdoors.com and click on that link to Joshua Creek Ranch. Go take a look for yourself. Something else really special down in the Texas Hill Country is a group of folks that my friend, Hall of Fame uh, bass angler Gary Klein, introduced me to not long ago. And that's the gang from Headwaters for Heroes. And I want you to meet them on the show today. And we'll start with the founder of this group, Stephen Sweeney. Stephen, welcome. It's good to have you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Headwaters for heroes. Y'all must take heroes fishing or something. Absolutely, sir. We focus on the Purple Heart veterans and our Gold Star youth uh, hunting and fishing year-round. Okay, very good. Hunting and fishing. Headwaters, though. That leads me to believe you guys are just fishermen. How'd that name come about? Well, our office is, is, is at the headwaters of the Pedronales River, located there in Harper, Texas. And when you look at the definition of headwaters, it's a fresh beginning, a new start. 
And, and that's what we try to provide for our veterans is to get them out in the outdoors. There's nothing better. God gave us the great outdoors, and there's nothing better to heal our veterans than to be out in the outdoors and just forget what they've had to deal with. I've been so fortunate to, uh, in my job, be able to hang out with some of these heroes and, and be on some, some trips where, and you've seen it so many times over and over, Stephen, where you, know, you get to deer camp or whatever, and they're really withdrawn. And, and by the end of the weekend, they're a different human. Oh, absolutely. You see them come out of their shells. And, you know, we try to provide on every hunt just what we call the good old boy deer camp experience. You know, no questions asked. You don't have to tell your story. Uh, but we do, by the end of the weekend, you see them wanting to share with you. And, and they appreciate greatly uh, the opportunities that are given. Uh, to get out and, and be in the outdoors. And so many of the people in this great state we live in that are so giving, but they don't know how to really take care of the veterans on a one-on-one basis. Whereas our organization, we're able to put it all together, take them to the ranches, meet great people. A lot of our staff are veterans. And so that's where, you know, they, they really have the time when they're with, like Clay, one of our pro staff, and he's, he's, he's our bass fisherman, and he does so much for us. But he can take a veteran out on a boat and they may, that morning when they meet, you can see the kind of standoffishness, but they get back off the water, they're best friends. And it, it is, it's remarkable to watch that and see that happen. Yeah, you're talking about Clay Carver. He's sitting right here next to me. I've got a question for you, Clay. When it's 16 degrees and sleeting, uh, how in the heck am I going to get that sucker to bite? Because all he wants to do is sit down there and look. How do I get him to bite? Well, a good friend of mine told me to use hand grenades. <laughs> Sound like a true veteran. <laughs> I bet he wasn't a game warden, whoever that guy is. <laughs> that's, that's right, he was. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Well, it's good to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you are a veteran. You're a Purple Heart veteran. Tell us uh, just briefly what happened to you. I, I was on my second deployment to Iraq. God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, thanks for all the support from everyone. Yeah. Uh, I was on a on a rooftop in a police station in Bakuba, Iraq, and actually got hit in the back with an RPG, and it blew up. Man, oh, man. So I try not to complain about much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You you are proof that there's a God in heaven because you're sitting here with me today. There's no other explanation for it. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you see those things take out trucks and tanks and helicopters, and then it doesn't take one person out, there's something behind that. Yeah, absolutely. There is a higher power behind that. Tell me about your therapy and recovery. It took a while, I imagine. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, therapy took several years to get to where I am. Uh, recovery, recovery never stops. Yeah. You know, physical may stop, but you're constantly recovering mentally. And as, as long as you don't give up, there's no end. It yeah. just keeps getting better. Yeah, there you go. So, fishing. Does that help? Oh, no question. Uh, if it hadn't have been for fishing, uh, there's no telling where I would be. Really? Absolutely. Uh, fishing is it's as hard on your body or as easy on your body as you want to be with it. Yeah. But it gets you out, away from everybody, and gives you that time to reflect. And then, on top of that... You can take other people with you and help them along. Yeah. And any time you can help someone else, that helps you just as much. Yeah, I started to say you're, you're on the pro staff at Headwaters for Heroes, but uh, this is as much about 
your healing as it is their healing at the same time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's no better feeling, no better, I, I don't know the word to use, satisfaction, than to help someone else through a time that you've already made it through. Yeah. And you can use each other, and it just, you can do so much more with someone than you can alone. Yeah, absolutely, you bet. And you come at it from a perspective, you know, the old boy like me, Gary Klein sitting here. Uh, Gary, we've never been wounded in battle. We have a heart for you guys and, and a love for you guys. But you can talk to these guys on a different plane than we can. That's got to be a, a big, big deal. Oh, ab- absolutely. Uh, I look back at uh, while I was on rear detachment after I would got out of the hospital, that was what I would do is – I'd take a friend of mine, and we'd go fishing for a couple hours. Yeah. You know, as long as our bodies would hold up is as long as we would stay. Yeah. Well, it was working so good for us, and we were struggling so much with a bunch of our other wounded guys because they give up. They, they can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, they was a, a football star, basketball star, and now they're laid up with no leg or going to be on a cane all their life, and they think, well, there's just there's no life left. To be able to go to those guys and get them out on the water, and some of them didn't want to be there. We had to kind of, yeah. kind of coax them to be there a little bit. Yeah. But you get them out there, and with another veteran that has been through that, or even still going through it, you don't let them lay down. Yeah. You can pick at them, you can aggravate them, you can whatever they need to get up and keep going. Yeah. Motivation. Yeah, absolutely. Gary Klein, have you ever won a major league fishing event using hand grenades? <laughs> uh, yes, but they have to be the chartreuse ones. Oh, chartreuse. <laughs> I like that. Good answer. I like that. Hey, how did you get involved with these guys in Headwaters for Heroes? Well, I tell you, you know, Billy, this uh, career that I've been involved in all my life is fishing. And, uh, you, know, it's, you know, I'm very humbled to be in the presence of, of, of individuals like this. But through what I have been involved in has given me the opportunity to meet a lot of people and of course you know the military guys I'm I'm very fond of because it's those that have sacrificed so much that give us the freedom to do what we do over here in the states and I'm very grateful and you know I had the opportunity to meet Clayton uh, actually in a fishing for freedoms event on Lake Belt and I want to say in 2014 Anyhow, it was a long time ago, and, 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 you know, Clayton was still recovering from physical injuries. And uh, anyhow, we got to spend a week together fishing on belt, and we ended up winning the event. So that was pretty cool, and we've had a great friendship ever since. But this man here is my definition of a true warrior. It's because of the sacrifices that him and his family have made on our behalf and to represent this country that... You know, I'm forever grateful. And individuals like myself, I mean, we can't do enough for the men and women of our military. No, Gary, you're exactly right. You guys hold tight. I want to talk to you some more after we come back from the coffee pot and remind folks that if you've not visited Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country yet, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. And listen, you don't have to be a member to enjoy this ranch, but they do sell memberships now. Pick out the one that best suits you. Learn more when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, this is Bobby Labonte, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. 
Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Megara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection, too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, feed, and feeders available, too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of I-20, just west of Weatherford. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas are award-winning artists many times over. And for several reasons. God-given talent is the starting point, followed by a work ethic that won't allow second best. Roy is also a lifelong and well-traveled hunter. He spent countless hours in the field glassing and studying wildlife around the globe. When you trust your rare and timeless memory to True Life Taxidermy Granberry, be assured that you're working with the very best in the business. My home is a testament to Roy's work at True Life Taxidermy. The pheasants, the whitetails, the axis, the fish, all perfectly preserved. True Life Granberry is the only stop you need to make after the hunt, offering not only world-class taxidermy, but wild game processing too. Headed for Africa, New Zealand, Colorado, Montana, or any place else? No problem. True Life is well-versed in import and transport state-to-state or around the globe. You can trust True Life Taxidermy. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, Delicious every time. 
CajunFryer.com. You're in good conservation company with Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Orvis endorsed, Beretta endorsed, five-star everything. Check it out. Go. You won't be disappointed. I want to continue my visit now with the guys from Headwaters for Heroes. Stephen, you founded this organization. Why? It takes a lot of work. I, it, I'm, I'm an Army brat. Uh, I did not serve. My dad served 23 years. Um, did two tours in Korea and one in Vietnam. And, um, you know, growing up, my dad had a successful business career after retiring. It wasn't until I had the first young veteran who had just was recovering from Afghanistan, losing his legs, that he and, he and my dad would sit in my house at the dining table that I really got to learn about my dad. And it, it was in, incredible. But I remember... You know, as, as I go back, you know, when Vietnam was coming to an end, I, and I remember how our soldiers were treated coming back from Vietnam. And I, and I told myself that if this, we were ever in this situation again, I would make sure that we find a way to honor them. And, wow. and, and that's what we've done. And, you know, you were talking a while ago to Clay about it's, it's these guys that have been there together that can understand. They may not have been in the same battle. But they understand what they've been through. And, and if you look at our logo, the dog tags say soldiers helping soldiers. I didn't serve, but it didn't take me long to figure out. When my dad, who was 80 years old, sitting at the dining table with a 21-year-old young man recovering from his wounds, and I saw how they talked, and I watched that young man come out of his shell. I watched my dad tell stories that I'd never heard. As a result of that, my dad was comfortable with me at 80 years old, finally talking to me about all the things he experienced in his wow. military at career. 80. At 80. Wow. It took that long. Now, yeah. did, was my dad suffering PTSD? Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say he was, but it, the point is it's hard to really communicate with someone else if they haven't experienced it. I don't care what it is in life. If you haven't experienced it, you can be sympathetic to the end of the world, but unless you've experienced it, you never quite understand what they're dealing with. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about our organization is and we've got a lot of volunteers that are veterans, but watching these guys be out there together because now they can open up. You know, like Clayton said, it's, it's, you don't want them sitting alone. You've yeah. got to get them out. You gotta, and sometimes you've got to badger them a little bit to yeah. get them out. But it's amazing how many guys have come back and said, you saved my life. Hmm. They, they, they got out, and they did something, and that's part of what we're featuring in our TV show that's going to be airing on Pursuit Channel is the veterans and their stories. And our goal there is that other veterans will watch it and go, wow, I can do something. Yeah. And so it's, it's about that's going to happen. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. I think there's a misconception with our society that um, our veterans are broken. You know, they're a little beat up and damaged a little bit, yeah. but they're far from broken. And if we can get those guys to come out of their shells by watching that show and seeing that they can do things. Because when you start looking, and we've had the blessings of seeing so many stories over the years of all the different veterans we've taken out, that there is, I don't think the world knows about it. Yeah. And so every episode is about a veteran and what they've done and, and where they're at today. Wow. And it's a lot of different 
different stories. It's incredible. Tell us about the uh, the uh, launch of the show. When will we be able to see it? Pursuit Channel. It's going to be launching in January of 2022. Uh, the time slot we know is at 10:30, so everybody have to use their DVRs. Um, I don't have the exact date yet. We're still finishing up filming and getting our episodes ready to turn into them. Pursuit Channel's excited about it. Uh, we're looking for great things to happen out of it. You know, we're uh, above all, we're hoping veterans will see it and say, "Wow, I can do something." We're we're hoping that you know other ranches and stuff will say, "Wow, I want to be a part of this incredible mission," and call us up and we we'll, we we'll do a lot more with these these veterans. Uh, obviously, you know it it. It will create a revenue source, which allow us to do even more. You bet. Let's talk about that right now. If folks want to learn more about Headwaters for Heroes, I bet you there's a place they can go online and learn and maybe even give. Absolutely. You know, we have a very strong Facebook page. That's a great place to look, Headwaters for Heroes, on Facebook. But we have a website, headwatersforheroes.com. Uh, we're rebuilding the website right now, but it's still there. You can go in. You can. There's donation buttons. Uh, there's things where you can sign up for. Um, you know, especially when we, we do our fundraisers, which we do one a year, there'll be a sporting place sign up. There'll be a car show sign up. There's going to be a motorcycle ride. There's different things there, but there's places where people can get involved. Okay, very good. Uh, Clay, how long have you known Stephen? Uh, I believe just under four years. Four years. Has he had that cigar since you first met him? That's that one right there. Yeah, you know, it started out about six inches longer than that. So He's been nibbling on that thing since I met him. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Gary Klein, if we want to help our warriors, we want to take our boat and our expertise, our time on the water, and take a warrior fishing with the understanding that maybe they've never done this before, what's the game plan? How do we set them up? What bait do we put in their hand? How, how do we try to help them have success? Because you've done this a lot. Well, I've had over the years uh, quite a few different individuals, you know, in my boat, and you know, they have all been faced with different challenges. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool to have a passion that they have the passion to get in the outdoors. As far as fishing goes, they enjoy just being out there. Yeah. You know, the catch is this icing on the cake. Uh, whether I have them dragging something that I can pull it with the trolling motor, but it was surprising how many of them are really good. Yeah. And they pick up on things real quick. Uh, the times I've had them in the water, it's easy. We're just casting and retrieving, you know, spinnerbait, crankbait. But it's an opportunity for me to kind of move throughout the lake, talk to them, have good conversations. I don't really crank my big engine up and run a bunch because I want to hear their stories. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm very intrigued with uh, the experiences that they have had yeah. that have led up to that point. Yeah. Clay, uh, when you go to these events, um, you meet a lot of different guys, a lot of heroes. Uh, and you are one of those, and we greatly appreciate you. Uh, is there an individual or two along the way that really, we don't want to embarrass anybody, but that really sticks out and goes, wow, this program really helped that guy? You got a story? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he was a, uh, a Navy corpsman named Juan Rubio. Everybody calls him Doc. Uh, he came and he fished with me one time several years ago, and he was very reserved, very standoffish I guess you would say mm -hmm. and I don't know by about two o'clock that afternoon we was best friends mm -hmm. but <clears throat> him as a as an example but and this has happened multiple times after it was over with and everybody goes home you know a week two weeks a month later 
they may call you up just out of the blue and say, hey, you know, thanks again for, wow. for taking me out and just and showing me this kind of stuff because I didn't know that, I, number one, I didn't know that I could still do it. Hmm. And number two, I was, uh, anxiety and, and everything else would keep me from going out and seeking people, seeking, you know, stuff to do. Yeah. So to get them out and show them a good time that not only can they still do it, but they can still have a good time doing it. Yeah. Those, you, you can't put a price tag on that. No, no and Stephen, when, when folks tell you, hey, you saved my life, that's a really big deal. And Headwaters for Heroes is a big deal. Uh, just one more time, give us the website and tell us when and where we can see the new show. And, it, and is it titled Headwaters for Heroes? It's titled Headwaters for Heroes Outdoors. Okay. Uh, it still falls under our 501c3. Uh, it's going to be on the Pursuit Channel starting in January. Once again, I don't have the exact dates um, and how it's all going to kind of roll out, but it will be January 2022. Uh, we'll be advertising, you know, specific dates as we get closer. Um, you can keep up with us on Facebook. There's a lot of announcements there. Our, head, our website, headwatersforheroes.com or headwatersforheroesoutdoors.com. Uh, we have two websites. They all tie into the same page. So yeah. either way, you're going to get to see what, what we do. Hey, I look forward to that. Stephen Sweeney, Clay Carver, the Hall of Famer Gary Klein, Headwaters for Heroes. Let's take a little break, grab a cup of coffee here at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, which is very seldom, I'm thinking about it or dreaming about it. With Kinder Outdoors, God bless America. The old camp house floor creaks a little, but don't worry. You're on solid ground with Kinder Outdoors. Welcome back to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, whether that's a AM, FM, satellite, podcast, doesn't matter. However you get the show, wherever and whenever. God bless you and thank you. Brad Bell listens to Kinder Outdoors in Wichita, Kansas. Thanks, Brad. Maureen Callahan is in Franklin, North Carolina. In Georgetown, Indiana, we heard from Patty Farnsley. Thank you, Patty. Sandersville, Mississippi, that's the home of Gene Head. Thank you so much. I bet he listens on News Talk, Mississippi. Stations all over the state there. And William Edwards is in Marietta, Mississippi. Thank you all so very much for tuning in to Kinder Outdoors. We greatly appreciate you. It was a big day in Michigan this past Monday. One of the biggest days of the year. Most eagerly anticipated mornings of the entire year. The opening day of the firearm deer hunting season in Michigan. This year, more than 550,000 deer hunters hit the woods on opening day in an attempt to take that tasty venison back home and feed their families. Hunters are an important part of Michigan's heritage and economy. A recent study released by Michigan United Conservation Clubs estimates that hunting and fishing in Michigan generate 11.2 billion with a B dollars every year, with the state's hunters contributing $8.9 billion, about 80% of those critical dollars. It's not uncommon for sick days and vacation days and flat-out missed days to happen on opening day of deer season in Michigan, 
And it's a long-standing tradition that a lot of youngsters, well, I'm not going to say they play hooky, but their classroom is in the woods, typically on opening day of deer season in Michigan. And that's a great tradition. It is a giant weekend on Table Rock Lake, Missouri, too. It's the U.S. Open National Bass Fishing Amateur Team Championship. There have been qualifiers all over the United States all year long. And this is finale weekend. One team is going to win $1 million. It's the largest freshwater fishing prize in history. And tomorrow, somebody's going to win it. 350 amateur teams qualified from around the world to compete for this $1 million purse. 200 advanced to today, and the final 50 compete tomorrow. By the way, NBC Sports will broadcast tomorrow's weigh-in and award presentation between 3 and 5 p.m. Central Time. It's pretty cool. Teams include fathers and daughters, husbands and wives, veterans, buddies, college kids, kids in general. The U.S. Open National Bass Fishing Amateur Team Championship. It's part of the kickoff to the 50th anniversary of Bass Pro Shops. Founder Johnny Morris has said that this has taken him back to his roots, which also began on Table Rock Lake as an amateur competitor. Johnny's given away 10 boats and trailers to kids from 10 different states and is donating all of the tournament entry fees back to conservation efforts. Hats off, Johnny Morris, once again. I was at the Crappie Expo in Shreveport, Louisiana, and a fella came up to me and said, hey, I hear you talking about that Purina Pro Plan all the time. I've got a dog with extremely sensitive skin. Breaks out in a rash. What can you do for me? I said, well, that's easy. You need Pro Plan Sensitive Skin Formula. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many dogs have that issue. And this formula works. Is your dog a sensitive skin dog? Pick up a bag at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. President Biden signed that Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act into law the other day. And when he did, $40 billion was directed towards access and conservation funding, enhancing fish and wildlife conservation programs, and increasing access to federal lands. $2.1 billion over the next five years to improve infrastructure that is owned and maintained by the National Park Service. I know everybody automatically gets political. It's hard not to. We live in a very strange time. And there's a lot of money here that's got to be paid back somehow by somebody. But $40 billion in funding for our fish, wildlife, and conservation, access to our federal lands, that part is really good. Check out the bragging board Thomas Milo, Kevin Milo, and C.J. Milo, three generations of Milo fellas, posing up with Kevin's dough that'll make great burgers next summer at the Milo household. They're on the bragging board at kinderoutdoors.com. Bassmaster did something pretty cool last weekend. You might have even watched it on television. They took their pros from the Elite Tour and paired them up with redfish fishermen from their Redfish Cup Tour and had a tournament, a saltwater tournament, a redfish tournament. Bassmaster Elite Series pro Chris Zaldane of Fort Worth and Redfish Tour Angler Ryan Rickard of Brandon, Florida, put the winning plan together and won that championship with 43 pounds 
and four ounces over three days. Zaldane is a seven-time Bassmaster Classic qualifier. He won the 2015 Toyota Bassmaster Angler of the Year Championship Tournament. Rickard, a seasoned Redfish Tournament pro, notched his first ever career victory. Visibly emotional, Rickard said, I've been bumped so many times, I can't even tell you the emotion that I feel. It doesn't seem real. He said, today was something special on the bite. I've never had a final day like today was. Hello, I'm Corey Mason, Executive Director with Dallas Safari Club, and this is our Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Santa Claus is coming to town, but when he's back home, he likes to crappie fish. I'm Mr. Crappie, Wally Marshall, and I've got great gift ideas for the crappie angler on your list this year. Let's start with a new rod like my speed shooter rods under 50 bucks. Pair that up with a Wally Marshall speed shooter reel, and you're going to make someone dang happy on Christmas morning. For the crappie angler that already has everything under the sun, I guarantee it they will welcome the new Wally Marshall Pro Target rods in their boat. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's all Santa Claus uses. <laughs> I partnered with Luz, one of the finest rod bakers in history, to produce the Wally Marshall Classic Series, the most sensitive and hard-working crappie rods ever. Fill that stocking with Mr. Crappie by Strike King Baits, surefire fish catchers for 30 years, all of my proven colors along with fine new ones. Lose.com, StrikeKing.com, and MrCroppy.com. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store, you get a snack, and you get a stop at Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat-bottom boat for a little while. A decoy, he starts it up. And sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if, it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car as well. I can just feel the comfort knowing that will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com I'm going to lay this out to you as simply as I possibly can because it really is simple. Buy your cold weather wear from Ron and Teresa Miskin at the Buffalo Wool Company and stay warm. Gloves, socks, Hats, beanies, I love my neck gaiter. All made from the insulating fibers of the American bison. The same fiber or buffalo wool that protects the buffalo against a frigid winter in Montana, Wyoming, or the Dakotas. Buffalo wool is warmer than traditional wool, and it's luxuriously soft on your skin, not scratchy or abrasive. It wicks moisture away and is unbelievably tough, lasting year after year. And they back up what they sell with a 100% money-back guarantee if you're not happy. Take a look. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com TheBuffaloWoolCo.com It's simple. 
From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com the kids along. This is where heritage is guarded just for them. Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. Thanks for hanging out with us at our campfire today at Kinder Outdoors. We've got some really cool looking t-shirts that we're giving away. All you have to do is get yourself in that drawing. It's real simple. Come see me at KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, KinderOutdoors.com. Throw your name in the hat. If we draw your name, you win a shirt. Just at that elementary this corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan and the many great formulas. There's a formula for every dog, no matter the age or the lifestyle. And you'll have a healthier dog in just a matter of a couple of weeks. I promise you, I've seen it too many times. Pick up the Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Deer season's up and running in most states across these great United States right now. And you know, you can have the, the best rifle, the best optics, the best bow, the best everything. And if you're missing this one ingredient to your hunt, you're probably not going to do very well. That ingredient is patience. My friend Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, and I had a conversation about that. Larry Wysoon, you can go buy the best optics, you can buy the best rifle, you can buy the best camo, you can look like little Lord Fortnaroy, and if you're missing one ingredient called patience, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of luck. You know, I think I met patience many years ago for a very brief moment, but you're exactly right. <laughs> patience is so important when it comes. It's, it's like timing. In everything you do in life or whatever, in hunting, whatever, Timing is so important, but if you're not patient enough, wait for that right time to happen, it will not happen. You can help your patients a little bit by working on your timing. You can study and do some things to help you out there in the field at the right time. You're exactly right. I mean, when we're talking white-tailed deer, one of the reasons I, I love rattling, trying to rattle up deer, that also helps me with patience, simply in the fact that I can, it gives me the opportunity. I'll hit the horns together. Maybe nothing comes in. And I know they're antlers, but I hit the horns together. Nothing comes in. I'm going to wait maybe an hour or so if I'm sitting on a stand or whatever to rattle again. It helps me to keep looking forward to something in terms of being a patient hunter. Yeah. And, and you have to have a good dose of patience. As I've said before, patience has killed more critters than Tarzan. But, uh, but you're really an impatient hunter. You like to move, don't you? I do, but I'm also more patient a lot of times what you see on TV. As I learned the same thing many, many years ago, you have to you have to put in your time, a lot of time, 
particularly with big mature animals. So to me, it depends on where I'm hunting, what opportunities I have in hunting that area. But I'm going to try to be as patient as I can. That means getting out early. It means staying a long time, looking for little things that will help me still stay concentrated on looking for the animal and paying attention, but also keep me there for a lot longer period of time. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Uh, You visit deer camps. I drop in on deer camps a lot with the radio show out in West Texas and wherever I might be, and, and I hear the deer stories going around, and there's always one guy in camp that usually kills the biggest deer and always kills a deer when other guys go with unfilled tags. And I know immediately that's the guy with the most patience. He stays out there the longest. He does. He does. You know, it's very interesting. Over the years, we looked at a lot of the activity-type charts that are out there and came from the fishing world to begin with. Those help me be patient as well. I know that they, I, oh, we've tried so many different places, so many different times, kept records, and very close to those activity charts do you see animals move in a situation where they're not in the rut, they're, you know, food is available, but I look at those and I say, okay, peak time for feeding today is going to be at 11 o'clock. Now, does that mean I'm going to wait until 1045 to go out? No, because animals are individuals just as we are. And if we're individuals, there's no reason they shouldn't be. So you've got that animal out there. Maybe it's that buck that you've been looking for that's not going to follow the pattern of all the other deer. He's going to be out feeding really early at times when nothing else is. So, you know, you've got to put in your time again and be patient. But that activity chart helps me patient so that I remain where I am. Right. Absolutely. You know, I learned a lot about patience uh, in the field from bass fishermen, from professional bass fishermen who depend on a paycheck to keep that boat rolling down the road. Uh, These guys go out, and whether they're catching fish or not, they've got to be on the bow of that boat, chunking and grinding from daylight to dark every day or till till time to, to weigh in and it doesn't matter if you've caught six ounces all day and you've thrown thousands of casts that next one might be the one and you hang on to that little glimpse of optimism like you said the cellular tables anything that'll give you a little glimpse of optimism and and a little perk is good stuff it, it really is and it makes so much difference particularly a lot of times when you're hunting mature animals i mean it's like trying to catch that 10 12 pound bass you know this you're not going to do it on every cast you know, one may come along in a week or a lifetime, and the same thing is with those really big bucks that you're looking for. A lot of us do look for. You know, you just got to be patient, put in your time, and, and be available mentally and physically when that thing happens. Yeah. And like we've talked about before, uh, deer don't watch the cowboy game. If you're sitting in camp watching the cowboy game, your odds go way down. Hunt the middle of the day. It can be rewarding. It is. Over the years, the, the biggest bucks that I've taken, I've taken from about 10 o'clock in the morning to about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And, and quite often that is when most everybody else, we get to hunt weekends a lot of time. You know, most of them are football fans. So the college or the favorite college team is playing during the middle of the day on Saturday. Pro teams playing in the middle of the day Sunday. And while you're in there watching the Cowboys play or A&M play or, God forbid, a T-SIP game going on somewhere, you know, kind of thing. That's where those animals move. The animals have patterned us a whole lot better and a lot more often than what we realize than we ever imagined we could pattern them. (laughs) My friend, Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wysoon, talking about hunting the middle of the day. Patience, looking for any little tidbit that can keep you out there longer and lead to more success. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. For you bird dog guys, it's Pro Plan Performance in the Purple Sport Bag. 30% protein and 20% fat. 
89% of the field trial champions across North America are Purina ProPlan Performance Dogs. Pick it up at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Here's a Purina ProPlan Performance Formula guy from his world-famous Oak Ridge Kennels in Northfield, Minnesota, my friend Tom Dockin. Tom? Hey, Bill, I got a quick one for you. Boy, this is a great uh, little tip I learned this years ago. Uh, have you ever been skunked during a, uh, a hunting outing? And I don't mean skunk like you didn't get anything. I mean skunk as in smelling like a skunk. This happens to a lot of people who are out there in the wild. Uh, I know it's happened to me on many occasions, and I'm sure I'm not over that. Some dogs just can't avoid, just can't leave those skunks alone. I'm going to give you a little formula to get your dog smelling good again. Back in the day, uh, a lot of people said, well, let's just use tomato juice. Well, my experience with that is you just had a dog that smelled like skunk and tomato juice. So here's a little formula. You want to get two gallons of water, and you take one gallon, and you rinse off the area where your dog has been sprayed. A lot of cases, it's going to be in the head or the chest area as they're checking that skunk out. Rinse that down really good. Now, to the other gallon of water, I want you to add one quart of hydrogen peroxide, a quarter cup of baking soda, and then a squirt of dishwashing soap. Now shake that up really good. Work that into your dog's fur really well. Lather that up. Now you're going to have to let your dog stand there with that on for about a 20-minute period. Let that really get a chance to work in. Now rinse all of that off. And uh, boy, that first first time you do that, you're going to go, oh boy, that really is a that really is a trick. Uh, if you have a little hint of skunk left, go ahead, just repeat the process one more time. But I got to tell you what, this is a lifesaver when you got to travel with that dog in your vehicle at the end of the day of a hunt. That's your Doc and Dog Training Tip of the Day. If you'd like to find Doc and products, you can go to DocKin.com or a dealer near you. I can't tell you how many bird dog guys and folks that live in rural areas have hit me up for that particular recipe that Tom Dockin shared on the show years ago because they've got a dog that got skunked. If you would like to hear it again, it's available at KinderOutdoors.com. K-I-N-D-E-R. Hey, in case you missed it last hour, we were talking about Headwaters for Heroes, healing therapy in the outdoors for our veterans. We'll hear it again when we come back from the coffee pot. Hi, this is Laurie Neilan from Field and Stream. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. I'm Corey Mason, CEO of Dallas Safari Club, inviting you back to the greatest wildlife gathering on Earth. The DSC Convention and Expo will be January 6th through the 9th at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas. Vendors from the world over with opportunities, guns, jewelry, art, gear, clothing, and so much more. Live and silent auctions with online bidding. Bid directly from the show floor or from the deer blind. All the information is at biggame.org for the 40th DSE Convention and Sporting Expo. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall, the Dead Rabbit Lodge. (laughs) You see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits, therefore the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. 
The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit KinderOutdoors.com and click the Advertise button. Then, view our media kit Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled, but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids, and in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not in the school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of outdoor adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics and they smile while learning. If you want outdoor adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. 
Trust the hunter in your blood. camped on the ground and in five-star lodges, but never found a more welcome camp than this one, Kinder Outdoors. Welcome back to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, and hey, I had a chance to sit down and visit with some really special guys the other day. My friend Gary Klein, he's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, 30-time qualifier for the Bassmaster Classic, and one of the founding fathers of Major League Fishing. Uh, told me, hey, hey, Billy, I want you to meet Clay Carver and Stephen Sweeney. These guys have an organization called Headwaters for Heroes, and they're doing some really special stuff. Well, the opportunity was there, and we all sat down together and had a good visit. Stephen, Gary, and Clay talking about Headwaters for Heroes. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. It's absolutely one of my favorite places on planet Earth. And, hey, you don't have to take my word for it. Listen to this. Here's what Chris had to say. I've been to several high-end hunting lodges over the years, some of which have something that needs significant improvement, not Joshua Creek Ranch. From accommodations to the dining to the guides and especially the hunting, we had one terrific time. We will definitely be back. And that's what everyone says. Look into it. Check out Joshua Creek Ranch when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Stephen, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Headwaters for heroes. Y'all must take heroes fishing or something. Absolutely, sir. We focus on the Purple Heart veterans and our Gold Star youth uh, hunting and fishing year-round. Okay, very good. Hunting and fishing. Headwaters, though, that leads me to believe you guys are just fishermen. What, how'd that name come about? Well, our office is, is, is at the headwaters of the Pedronales River, wow. located there in Harper, Texas. And when you look at the definition of headwaters, it's a fresh beginning, a new start. And, and that's what we try to provide for our veterans is to get them out in the outdoors. There's nothing better. God gave us the great outdoors, and there's nothing better to heal our veterans than to be out in the outdoors and just... Forget what they've had to deal with. I've been so fortunate to, uh, in my job, be able to hang out with some of these heroes and, and be on some, some trips where, and you've seen it so many times over and over, Stephen, where you, know, you get to deer camp or whatever, and they're really withdrawn. And, and by the end of the weekend, they're a different human. Oh, absolutely. You see them come out of their shells. And, you know, we try to provide on every hunt just what we call the good old boy deer camp experience. You know, no questions asked. You don't have to tell your story. Uh, but we do, by the end of the weekend, you see them wanting to share with you, and, and they appreciate greatly uh, the opportunities that are given uh, to get out and, and be in the outdoors. And so many of the people in this great state we live in that are so giving, but they don't know how to really take care of the veterans on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Whereas our organization, we're able to put it all together, take them to the ranches, meet great people. A lot of our staff are veterans. And so that's where, you know, they, they really have the time when they're with, like Clay, one of our pro staff, and he's, he's, he's our bass fisherman, and he does so much for us. But he can take a veteran out on a boat, and they may, that morning when they meet, you can see the kind of standoffishness, but they get back off the water, 
They're best friends, and it, it is, it's remarkable to watch that and see that happen. Yeah, you're talking about Clay Carver. He's sitting right here next to me. I've got a question for you, Clay. When it's 16 degrees and sleeting, uh, how in the heck am I going to get that sucker to bite? Because all he wants to do is sit down there and look. How do I get him to bite? Well, a good friend of mine told me to use hand grenades. <laughs> Sound like a true veteran. <laughs> I bet he wasn't a game warden, whoever that guy is. <laughs> that's, that's right. He was. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Well, it's good to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you are a veteran. You're a Purple Heart veteran. Tell us uh, just briefly what happened to you. Uh, I was on my second deployment to Iraq. God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, thanks for all the support from everyone. Yeah. Uh, I was on a on a rooftop in a police station in Bakuba, Iraq, and actually got hit in the back with an RPG, and it blew up. Man, oh man. So I try not to complain about much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You you are proof that there's a God in heaven because you're sitting here with me today. There's no other explanation for it. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you see those things take out trucks and tanks and helicopters and then it doesn't take one person out, there's something behind that. Yeah, absolutely. There is a higher power behind that. Tell me about your therapy and recovery. It took a while, I imagine. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, therapy took several years to get to where I am. Uh, recovery, recovery never stops. Yeah. You know, physical may stop, but you're constantly recovering mentally. And as, as long as you don't give up, there's no end. It yeah. just keeps getting better. Yeah, there you go. So, fishing, does that help? Oh, no question. Uh, if it hadn't been for fishing, I, there's no telling where I would be. Really? Absolutely. Uh, fishing is its as hard on your body or as easy on your body as you want to be with it. Yeah. But it gets you out, away from everybody, and gives you that time to reflect. And then on top of that, you can take other people with you and help them along. Yeah. And any time you can help someone else... That helps you just as much. Yeah, I started to say you're, you're on the pro staff at Headwaters for Heroes, but uh, this is as much about your healing as it is their healing at the same time. Oh, absolutely. You come at it from a perspective, you know, old boy like me, Gary Klein sitting here. Uh, Gary, we've never been wounded in battle. We have a heart for you guys and, and a love for you guys, but you can talk to these guys on a different plane than we can. That's got to be a, a big, big deal. Oh, ab absolutely. Uh, I look back at uh, while I was on rear detachment after I'd got out of the hospital, that was what I would do is I'd take a friend of mine and we'd go fishing for a couple hours. Yeah. You know, as long as our bodies would hold up is as long as we would stay. Yeah. Well, it was working so good for us, and we were struggling so much with a bunch of our other wounded guys because they give up. They they can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, they was a, a football star, basketball star, and now they're laid up with no leg or going to be on a cane all their life, and they think, well, there's just there's no life left. To be able to go to those guys and get them out on the water, and some of them didn't want to be there. We had to kind of yeah. coax them to be there a little bit. Yeah. But you get them out there, and with another veteran that has been through that or even still going through it, you don't let them lay down. Yeah. You can pick at them. You can aggravate them. You can whatever they need to get up and keep going. Yeah. Motivation. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Gary Klein, have you ever won a major league fishing event using hand grenades? <laughs> Uh, yes, but they have to be the chartreuse ones. Oh, chartreuse. I like a good answer. I like that. Hey, how did you get involved with these guys in Headwaters for Heroes? Through what I have been involved in has given me the opportunity to meet a lot of people. Yeah. And, of course, you know, the military guys I'm, I'm very fond of because it's those that have sacrificed so much that give us the freedom to do what we do over here in the States, and I'm very grateful. And you know, I had the opportunity to meet Clayton uh, actually in a Fishing for Freedoms event on Lake Belton, I want to say, in 2014. Anyhow, it was a long time ago, and, and uh, you know, Clayton was still recovering from physical injuries. And uh, anyhow, we got to spend a week together fishing on Belton. We ended up winning the event. So that was pretty cool, and we've had a great friendship ever since. But this man here is my definition of a true warrior. It's because of the sacrifices that him and his family have made on our behalf and to represent this country that, you know, I'm forever grateful. And individuals like myself, I mean, we can't do enough for the men and women of our military. Gary, Stephen, Clay, y'all hold what you got. We're going to come back and wrap this up in just a couple of minutes after we make a little run to the coffee pot. I do want to thank my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country for bringing this corner of the camp house your way each week. Beautiful family traditions begin in the Texas Hill Country at Joshua Creek Ranch, whether that's the shotgun, the rifle, the bow, the fly rod. Learn more about this wonderful place when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. I'm Craig Boddington. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it at Kinder Outdoors. I'm going to lay this out to you as simply as I possibly can because it really is simple. Buy your cold weather wear from Ron and Teresa Miskin at the Buffalo Wool Company and stay warm. Gloves, socks, Hats, beanies, I love my neck gaiter. All made from the insulating fibers of the American bison. The same fiber or buffalo wool that protects the buffalo against a frigid winter in Montana, Wyoming, or the Dakotas. Buffalo wool is warmer than traditional wool, and it's luxuriously soft on your skin, not scratchy or abrasive. It wicks moisture away and is unbelievably tough, lasting year after year. And they back up what they sell with a 100% money-back guarantee if you're not happy. Take a look. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com TheBuffaloWoolCo.com It's simple. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The Vineyards sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority 
Come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com There are some very important factors to check when purchasing a hunting blind. They need to be quiet. They need to have an all-day hunt level of comfort. It's got to be dry inside, even in a downpour. Dillon hunting blinds have earned a strong reputation across North America for their durability, insulation, and marine decking fiberglass floor that will never rot in every blind. Plus smart components like an aluminum RV type door, real glass in the windows that flip in and up with quiet and simple to use friction hinges, drip rails on the windows and above the door to keep the wet out. Hey, anyone can build a box. Dillon builds hunting blinds. Conceived, drawn up, constructed, and used by hunters. Lightweight and durable, completely assembled, fiberglass inside and out, with foam insulation in between. You can't beat a Dillon. For a dealer near you or to become a dealer, visit DillonManuf.com. That's D-I-L-L-O-N-M-A-N-U-F.com. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, Small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom, so your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Flush that old bird dog out of that chair and have a seat. You're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Now offering corporate, family, and individual memberships. Check that out. Let's get back to our conversation about Headwaters for Heroes with Gary Klein, Clay Carver, and Stephen Sweeney. Uh, Stephen, you founded Headwaters for Heroes. You must really have a heart for these guys. Where does that come from? I it, I'm I'm an army brat. Uh, I did not serve. My dad served 23 years. Um, did two tours in Korea and one in Vietnam. And it wasn't until I had the first young veteran who had just was recovering from Afghanistan, losing his legs, that he and he and my dad would sit in my house at the dining table, that I really got to learn about my dad. And and if you look at our logo, the dog tags say "Soldiers Helping Soldiers." I didn't serve. But it didn't take me long to figure out when my dad, who was 80 years old, sitting at the dining table with a 21-year-old young man recovering from his wounds, and I saw how they talked, and I watched that young man come out of his shell. I watched my dad tell stories that I'd never heard. As a result of that, my dad was comfortable with me at 80 years old, finally talking to me about all the things he experienced in his military at 80 at 80. Wow. It took that long. Now, yeah. did, was my dad suffering PTSD? Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say he was, but it, the point is, 
it's hard to really communicate with someone else if they haven't experienced it. I don't care what it is in life. If you haven't experienced it, you can be sympathetic to the end of the world, but unless you've experienced it, you never quite understand what they're dealing with. And that's what's so cool about our organization is, and we've got a lot of volunteers that are veterans, but watching these guys be out there together because now they can open up. You know, like Clayton said, it's, it's, you don't want them sitting alone. You've yeah. got to get them out. You gotta, and sometimes you've got to badger them a little bit to yeah. get them out. But it's amazing how many guys have come back and said, you saved my life. Hmm. They, they, they got out, and they did something. And that's part of what we're featuring in our TV show that's going to be airing on Pursuit Channel is the veterans and their stories. And our goal there is that other veterans will watch it and go, wow, I can do something. Yeah. And so it's, it's about That's going to happen. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. I think there's a misconception with our society that um, our veterans are broken. Yeah. You know, they're a little beat up and damaged a little bit, yeah. but they're far from broken. And if we can get those guys to come out of their shells by watching that show and seeing that they can do things. Because when you start looking, and we've had the blessings of seeing so many stories over the years of all the different veterans we've taken out that – there is, I don't think the world knows about it. And so every episode is about a veteran and what they've done and, and where they're at today. Wow. And it's a lot of different, different stories. It's incredible. Tell us about the, uh, the uh, launch of the show. When will we be able to see it? Pursuit Channel. It's going to be launching in January of 2022. Yeah. Uh, the time slot we know is at 1030, so everybody yeah. has to use their DVRs. Yeah. Um, I don't have the exact date yet. We're still finishing up filming and getting our episodes ready to turn into them. Pursuit Channel's excited about it. Uh, we're looking for great things to happen out of it. You know, we're uh, above all, we're hoping veterans will see it and say, "Wow, I can do something." We're we're hoping that you know other ranches and stuff will say, "Wow, I want to be a part of this incredible mission," and call us up and we we do a lot more with these these veterans. Uh, obviously, you know, it it. It will create a revenue source, which allow us to do even more. You bet. Let's talk about that right now. If folks want to learn more about Headwaters for Heroes, I bet you there's a place they can go online and learn and maybe even give. Absolutely. You know, we have a very strong Facebook page. That's a great place to look, Headwaters for Heroes, on Facebook. But we have a website, headwatersforheroes.com. Uh, we're rebuilding the website right now, but it's still there. You can go in. You can. There's donation buttons. Uh, there's things where you can sign up for. Um, you know, especially when we, we do our fundraisers, which we do one a year, there will be a sporting place sign up. There will be a car show sign up. There's going to be a motorcycle ride. There's different things there, but there's places where people can get involved. Okay, very good. Uh, Clay, how long have you known Stephen? Uh, I believe just under four years. Four years. Has he had that cigar since you first met him? That's that one right there? Yeah, you know, it started out about six inches longer than that, so... <laughs> He's been nibbling on that thing since I met him. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Gary Klein, if we want to help our warriors, we want to take our boat and our expertise, our time on the water, and take a warrior fishing with the understanding that maybe they've never done this before, what's the game plan? How do we set them up? What bait do we put in their hand? How, how do we try to help them have success? Because you've done this a lot. Well, I've had over the years uh, quite a few different individuals, you know, in my boat, and you know, they have all been faced with different challenges. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool to have a passion that they had the passion to get in the outdoors. As far as fishing goes, 
they enjoy just being out there. Yeah. You know, the catch is this icing on the cake. Uh, whether I have them dragging something that I can pull it with the trolling motor, but it was surprising how many of them are really good. Yeah. And they pick up on things real quick. Uh, the times I've had them in the water, it's easy. We're just casting and retrieving, you know, spinnerbait, crankbait. But it's an opportunity for me to kind of move throughout the lake, talk to them, have good conversations. I don't really crank my big engine up and run a bunch because I want to hear their stories. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm very intrigued with uh, the experiences that they have had that have led up to that point. Yeah. Clay, uh, when you go to these events, um, you meet a lot of different guys, a lot of heroes, uh, and you are one of those, and we greatly appreciate you. Uh, is there an individual or two along the way that really, we don't want to embarrass anybody, but that really sticks out and goes, wow, this program really helped that guy. You got a story? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he was a, uh, a Navy corpsman named Juan Rubio. Everybody calls him Doc. Uh, he came and he fished with me one time several years ago, and he was very reserved, very standoffish, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, by about 2 o'clock that afternoon, man, we was best friends. <laughs> but <clears throat> him as, a, as an example, and this has happened multiple times, after it was over with and everybody goes home, you know, a week, two weeks, a month later, they may call you up just out of the blue and say, hey, you know, thanks again for, wow. for taking me out and just and showing me this kind of stuff because I didn't know that, I, number one, I didn't know that I could still do it. Hmm. And number two, I was, uh, anxiety and, and everything else would keep me from going out and seeking people, seeking, you know, stuff to do. Yeah. So to get them out... And show them a good time that not only can they still do it, but they can still have a good time doing it. Yeah. Those, you, you can't put a price tag on that. No. No, and Stephen, when, when folks tell you, hey, you saved my life, that's a really big deal. And Headwaters for Heroes is a big deal. Uh, just one more time, give us the website and tell us when and where we can see the new show. And, and is it titled Headwaters for Heroes? It's titled Headwaters for Heroes Outdoors. Uh, it still falls under our 501c3. Uh, it's going to be on a pursuit channel starting in January. Once again, I don't have the exact dates um, and how it's all going to kind of roll out, but it will be January 2022. Uh, we'll be advertising, you know, specific dates as we get closer. Um, keep up with us on Facebook. There's a lot of announcements there. Our, head, our website, headwatersforheroes.com or headwatersforheroesoutdoors.com. Uh, we have two websites. They all tie into the same page. So either way, you're going to get to see what, what we do. Yeah. Very good. Look forward to that. And I'll be, uh, I'll be a big fan. I'll be tuning in. And, of course, we'll have all of this info at kinderoutdoors.com. You can go check that out. Clay, it was a pleasure visiting with you. And, uh, listen, uh, I can think of no better motivation. You say you have to push these guys a little now and then to, to get in the boat, to go fishing, and to get out there and to try it. I can think of no better motivation than put a live grenade in their hand. You know, you gotta you got to get rid of that thing and move. Fish or move, right? Are you going to hold that or fish? <laughs> hey, don't miss it on the Pursuit Channel coming up in January. Headwaters for Heroes. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together in this old camp house today and invite you back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. Woo!